0: In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. National bubble bath day. A bubble bath! I want
1: a hot bubble bath.
2: Well, bath was a little too bubbly
1: for some. Oh, a little too bubbly? Oh, no. That bubble bath does not exist. Mary Ellen is with us <laughs> on the show. Tim on vacation. Maybe he is soaking in a bubble bath in his posh hotel room to start the day in Mexico. I don't know if he's doing that. I don't know if he's a bubble bath person. I don't know if we've talked about about
2: that but I do love a good bubble bath what about you? I really don't want to be thinking about Tim in a bubble bath (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> let's. Uh, do you often think about your coworkers no. and their bathing habits? <laughs> Never. Not if I can help it. <laughs> well, good morning, Laura. How are you? <laughs> good morning. Good. Uh, so, are you a ba- well? Let's talk. Let's. We're all friends okay, here. Let's yeah. talk. Are you a bubble bath person yourself? You know what? I haven't had one for a really long time. Maybe I should try to do that again. I'm used to Today just like is the day standing mm-hmm. in the shower for like 20 minutes and just letting the heat just pound on. You know, I kind of like that. But so and
1: I, I, no, I understand that, like the hotness of the shower. But for some reason, I never feel as clean when I take a shower. I like to soak all the parts in a bath with Mm -hmm. lots of bubbles, and I like to get that water real hot to where I get out, and it looks like half of my skin is now a pink-red color (laughs) that it wasn't before when I got in the bubble bath. That's
2: probably not healthy, but it feels so good. Hey, well, now that we've started this show, just a little bit uncomfortable, you know, thinking
1: about taping the bubble. Keep it going. Keep uh it going.
0: (laughs) You're waking up with the Q102 Morning Show.
1: We are talking on Facebook, so you can join us at your morning show. Eva Longoria says that she has a lifetime supply of Flamin' Hot Cheetos, thanks to her directing the movie Flamin' Hot. That makes sense. And if you were able to pick any product, any food, lifetime supply, you never had to pay for it. At the ready, it was available for you. What would you pick as that one thing that you could choose to have a lifetime supply of? And I'm looking through some of our listeners comments and mm-hmm. very, very specific with with some of these. Street tacos, says huh. Gary. Also, beef brisket, says Sarah Jo. Ooh. Butter, says Lacey. <laughs> do you, what do you want to put the butter on or you just want sticks of it just to be like, lick it like a like a popsicle. Like, I got my butter. What about
2: it? <laughs> wow. Well, if you would have asked me this years ago, I definitely would have said Laffy Taffy. But I've you know, now look at me. I'm just maturing and, and oh, you know, yeah. like yeah. So yes. I have to think about this a little bit longer because at one mm-hmm. point I totally would have Ooh, peanut butter M&Ms. That might be something that that just popped into my head. That might be. Mm-hmm. But maybe mm-hmm. it should be something healthy. huh? Uh, well, I, I mean, don't.
1: that's not the route I took. I thought if I had an endless supply and I know that they make the box mix now and I made from scratch. I remember I think we would make these daily in my home ec class in high school. Mm-hmm. But the Cheddar Bay biscuits from Red Lobster, mm. it's not the same though as when you're sitting at that table and it comes out in a little basket and they're warm sure, and they're just yeah. like perfect and oh so it would either be that or Olive Garden breadsticks oh. steaming hot fresh all the bread just give me all the bread you make them at home you can have breadsticks they make the, the frozen breadsticks you put them in the oven they're good right yeah. but yeah. they're not at, they're not the, the at the table just endless supply and it would be like at my beck and call I would like another <laughs> five 500 Cheddar Bay Biscuits
2: right now and like I open my oven door and just whoop, they come right out and they're just perfect oh. every time. These mm. are these are mm. all great suggestions. Chime in on that conversation. Facebook.com slash your morning show. Okay Todd so you don't have to go the food route but you can you could do food
1: you could do beverage you could do products, like whatever you want but if you had a lifetime supply of anything what would it be?
0: Pro V1 X golf balls. Oh. oh that's a
1: good one. Titleist golf yeah. balls
0: They're kind of spendy. and Well, I tend to lose them a lot. So, (laughs) you know, if I was playing the proper golf ball for how many Mm -hmm. I lose, I'd be playing the cheapest ball they have, a top flight. But I don't. I like good golf balls. So so I lose expensive ones. That's why I buy them on the secondary market. Uh, I have a friend who scours local golf courses and has them for sale. I buy them off him. What? So, yeah, uh-huh. that would be a lifetime supply for me. Oh, you should see his garage. Oh, Thousands see. of golf balls. <laughs> Thousands. Oh, my You, you know him, Mary Ellen. I'll tell you who oh. it is off the air. He might not want to be out in oh, here. So. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: I, oh, okay. Now,
1: does he have, like, the little, like, whoosh, 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 ball washer to get it? Because I'm oh, yes. sure you could get a little bit oh, more yes. top-taller if because you had, like, clean-used golf balls.
0: Not only does he have them cleaned, he ha- he yeah. searches the golf courses for the sleeves and boxes for the correct ones. And then he And then he. He puts them in the right sleeve, and the right sleeve's into the right box. So when I buy them off of him, I get a box of golf balls. It's just that they've yeah. been previously used.
2: My mind is blown. blown. Yeah. I had no I idea it. this was oh yeah. Really <laughs> oh yeah, The things you learn on a Monday morning. <laughs> the Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. Don't go anywhere. Work can wait. Drive around the block one more time. It's fine.
1: Well, disappointing news. Mary Ellen and I called Tim. He did not accept the international charges in Mexico, so he will not be here for the dream analysis expert opinion on your dream. So
2: you only have me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'm kind of relieved because he would have been so mad (laughs) if he would have (laughs) answered emergency. (laughs) We need you. We have a dream (laughs) situation. Yeah, I was telling you that Sunday when I woke up, I woke up to a text that startled me and I had been in such a deep sleep and all these having just crazy dreams and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to write this down somehow or tell someone about this quick before I forget the themes of it. It was so wild. I don't think I could even put together all the pieces but I sent my best friend a text When I
1: okay. woke up and I said... Because what he always says is he needs like key elements, I think, to, to look up. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not be word for word right. or image for image, but like the key things in a dream. And I'll do my best
2: then to, to fill in for know. him as a dream analysis. Okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm not sure I want anyone to analyze this, but <laughs> okay. So there was a part that had to do with the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, there was a part okay. about a camp that I volunteered at as a teenager. Uh, there was a car heist. There were mattresses. There were one of my Coworkers, ex wives, in it. When I had a conversation with her, there were scooters. Well, just okay. Uh, yeah, all those. I want. I want to go back to one
1: of these. Did you say there was car mice? Like there were mice in your car? No, car heist. Car, car heist. heist. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's... Re- I'm going to need more time then. That threw me right there. I was like, well, wait a minute. That's a problem. That is a big problem. And then know. I was picturing
2: the mattresses in the car and then the mice in the mattresses. Oh, oh that would be bad. Yeah, yeah, That would yeah. be real bad. I have no idea. All these random things. And they were so vivid and real and happening at the time. And why? at state fair, it's not state fair time. I don't know. I was trying to move a mattress. It was too heavy. I couldn't. The car heist, it wasn't like... I I was part of the car heist, but... There, it was uh, happening. It was happening, mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay. I don't know. I Maybe we'll save that one for Tim. We might. He gets yeah. Back. We're going to have to wait till he gets back from vacation, because I got nothing on that. Because <laughs> Some things just can't be explained. The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102.
1: What were they calling it? Hollywood's not biggest night, but biggest party, I think. That's what they kept referencing for the Golden Globes last night. And I said to myself going in, I said, okay, I'll watch a little bit. I'll get the opening monologue. Then I'll switch over to some football. Then I'll come back and forth, depending which one is on commercial. I ended up watching the entire show, which kind of surprised me. It got to the end. I thought, oh, oh, I hope there's some game left. And then I switched (laughs) back over and caught the tail end of the Miami and the Buffalo game, which was a really good ending to that game as well. But before I say anything, I want to get your opinion, Mary Ellen. Okay. On the host, because I've said this n- no matter who the host is. I don't know that when award shows are this long and you have this many presenters coming out and this many awards and people only get say 20 seconds to give your acceptance speech and then get off stage or you're going to be played out with the music. Right. I think we could give people maybe a little bit more time in between to either present or accept. If we just cut out a host altogether, no matter how good or bad they are, I don't know that we need that. Can the booming voice not just go, Oh, it's the Golden Globes and here to present the first award. Like we know what we're getting. We don't need someone to tell us. And this is how the Golden Globes work. We're going to bring <laughs> people out and they're going to give out little statues. And then there's going to be some people that act so shocked to win that they're not prepared. <laughs> and then other people just want to talk forever. And some people don't even know who to thank. And so, okay, now that we all know how to do this, here's our first presenters. I don't, I don't know that we need a host, but what's your opinion on Joe Coy, his first time hosting? Will he be invited back?
2: I didn't know anything about about Joe Coy so when the guy was up I'm like who is this guy and then I thought oh boy this is uncomfortable he made several jokes and I realized that comedians are there to push it to the limit and kind of make people feel uncomfortable but I thought oh boy this is not the room to be doing this in I was nervous for him and then I thought yeah when he did his little Taylor Swift joke oh boy. I thought of the you look instantly. That, the look that Taylor gave him was kind of the look I think a lot of people were feeling. So yeah, I could go without it. I think you're onto something. It just it takes up more time, and then the people who win the awards get like 17 seconds to say something and that makes me anxious when they get up there and I'm start talking right away. Your time is going to run
1: out. <laughs> oh, they're Hurry, hugging this, each other. This is your they're moment. fixing their dress, popping everything yeah. back into place. Yeah, <laughs> you're like you are on a time crunch. Yeah. Well, and I guess like you, I didn't really know who he was. I think knowing a comedian shtick ahead of time makes it funnier when they get up there because you kind of know their delivery. You know their style and sometimes if you've seen their stand-up comedy, you'll give him a little bit of a break because you just like him. Jim Gaffigan came out and gave the comedy award. I think that was the first yes. time award ever to, I think, Ricky Gervais. And did he hosted Golden Globes in the past before, or did he host? It feels awesome. like he hosted he something. He hosted something, yeah. yeah. And you kind of knew his dry sense of humor, so, you know, maybe you gave him a little bit more. I didn't know anything about Joe Coy, and I thought, is his shtick that he acts nervous, or is like, oh, shucks, I just can't believe that I'm here hosting. It was it was not good. I did not think it was good. But again, I don't know anything about him. Maybe that's his whole thing. And if you have seen his stand-up comedy, maybe that was spot-on and you were, you know, rolling in your <laughs> recliner laughing at home. I don't know. I probably would not invite him back if I was in charge, but I wouldn't invite anybody back. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You can be a presenter, and then
2: we can move on with the show. I did think his name sounded familiar the more I thought about him this morning, kind of on the drive-in and stuff, rehashing the show in my head. And I realized why I knew his name because he at one point was in a relationship with comedian Chelsea Handler but they are no longer oh, so that's why I was okay. like I remember her talking about her breakup and but yeah I had no uh, realization of who he was before that so yeah give us a thumbs up or thumbs down via text we'd love to hear from you how did Joe Coy do last night Three two zero two three five one zero two five. 235
1: Taylor Swift, one word title, karma, and I am a true believer in that, and I told Tim all week long as he was gearing up to leave on vacation and wishing a big blasting snowstorm on all of us, I said, watch, watch what you do, because karma is going to, it's going to make it rain on your parade, rain on your beach when you're on vacation, or at the end of this week, don't forget, you have to come back to all this, so do you really want to come down to
2: 17,000 inches of snow and then have to shovel all that out when you get home? I don't think so. Yeah, did you see that text that came to the studio about karma for Tim? Did you catch that one? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, take a look at that one. Just hope that Tim doesn't get his karma debt paid in Mexico's famous Montezuma's Revenge or or oh. maybe I do, LOL. This listener says. So that's awesome. Well,
1: and I looked, yeah, I looked to see the weather and where he is in Mexico. Looks like it is going to be very smooth sailing. So, partly cloudy. 88 today for the mm. high. 88 tomorrow for the like mid mid to upper 80s all week long. So, yeah, yeah, maybe it's not going to be weather revenge, but uh, maybe you spend a little time in the bathroom (laughs) and that's not going to be fun.
2: Uh, (laughs) He's well aware that we've got the winter weather advisory going on here because he made comment about that on a post. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I don't think he's thinking about us or feeling too sad that he's missing No, he is not. Uh, Thanks for the text of the studio. (laughs) We always love to hear from you. 320-235-1025. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.